This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, everyone. I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class, a podcast that brings you a new nugget of history every day. Today is May 4th, 2020. The day was May 4th, 1886. A peaceful labor demonstration in Chicago turned into a riot after a bomb was set off. In the U.S. in the late 1800s, industrial capitalism was on the rise, and working conditions were poor. Tens of thousands of workers died in workplace accidents every year between 1881 and 1900, and workdays were often 12 to 14 hours long, six days a week. Unions, formed to protect workers' rights and interests, were also on the rise as more people took jobs in factories, mines, and mills. Factions of socialists, communists, and anarchists were linked to the labor movement. The National Labor Union, founded in 1866, pressed for labor reforms like the eight-hour workday. It dissolved in 1873. The Knights of Labor began as a secret organization in 1869, but once it abandoned its secrecy a decade later, membership grew quickly. By the 1880s, strikes organized by labor unions were commonplace. In 1884, the Federation of Organized Trades and Labor Unions, the predecessor of the American Federation of Labor, passed a resolution saying that a legal workday would be eight hours beginning May 1, 1886, Since legislative action had failed to help them achieve this goal, the resolution called for a general strike. Chicago emerged as a national center for the eight-hour movement, as the city's mayor, Carter Harrison, was sympathetic to labor issues. During his time in office, he saw a lot of labor unrest, and he often restrained police from intervening in strikes. Despite the fact that many labor leaders opposed strikes, Thousands of workers participated in strikes and rallies across the U.S. on May 1, 1886. In Chicago, the general strike started off as peaceful, but on May 3rd, a strike at the McCormick Harvesting Machine Company plant turned violent. When strikers clashed with strike breakers, the Chicago police fired on the crowd, killing or wounding several of the demonstrators. In response to this incident, labor activists called for a rally the next day at Haymarket Square. Mayor Harrison attended the rally on May 4th, where labor activist August Spees and anarchist Albert Parsons were some of the people to give speeches. Somewhere between several hundred and a few thousand people were in the crowd. Harrison declared that the rally was not a threat, but police officers remained nearby. By the time the Methodist preacher and labor activist Samuel Fielden began to speak, the weather was getting worse and much of the crowd had already left. But near the end of the rally, a group of officers showed up to disperse the crowd. An unknown person threw a dynamite bomb near the police, and the police began to fire into the crowd. In the chaos that ensued, seven officers and around four workers were killed. It's been estimated that at least 100 people were injured in the Haymarket riot. The incident triggered anti-labor and anti-immigrant sentiments. That August, eight men were sentenced to death or time in prison for the bombing, even though no solid evidence linked them to the incident. The press depicted the men as violent anarchists. Some people condemned them as radical, while others viewed them as martyrs. Three of the men were later pardoned. 
people also began to blame the Knights of Labor for the Haymarket Affair, associating the organization with violence and anarchism. Membership in the Knights declined as workers began flocking to the American Federation of Labor. The labor movement continued to advocate for the eight-hour workday. Different industries reduced working hours until the New Deal's Fair Labor Standards Act provided for a 40-hour workweek in 1938. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. And if you have any suggestions for the show or any other comments, you can hit us up on social media. We're at T-D-I-H-C podcast. You can also send us a note via email at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks again for listening to the show, and we'll see you tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.